coming up today on the show, we're going to talk about, well, whatever there is to talk about. But guess who's back? I am. That's coming up today on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome everyone to today's show. My name is Jason and I am your host today. It's been a while since I've been here, so John and Adam have welcomed me back with open arms from a very far distance away where we are socially distancing, but back together again. So I'm here and I'm of course joined as always by Adam. What's up everybody? And John. Guess who's back? Back again. (laughs) Jason's back. <laughs> Tell a friend. Did you miss me? Be honest. Uh, of course we missed you. <sighs> I always oh, miss okay, you when you're good. gone. No, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can miss me, but don't miss me that much, okay? Oh, okay. Noted. So, what's going on, guys, other than, you know, the world falling apart? Anything anything exciting going on? <laughs> it's the start of hurricane season. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Pride he said Day. other. Happy Pride Day. <laughs> other than the world falling apart. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to say that hurricanes are like the least of our worries right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess there's some theme park news, right? I mean, Universal is opening. We got that. That's that's a non-the-world-is-falling-apart thing, except depending on how you look at it, I guess. Some people on Twitter are freaking out about Universal opening uh, because they didn't have pre-shows. Uh, pre-shows? That, uh, the, yeah, the travesty that they... That Open on to the everybody? soft opening day, <laughs> you didn't have to watch pre-shows, and that just ruins the experience. And I'm wondering, <laughs> right. so, you do realize you're going to a theme park in the middle of a pandemic, right? Does, does, that, right. does that mean that they had to not run Jimmy Fallon's race through New York and the Fast and the Furious ride? Because those are pretty much pre-shows, aren't they? I mean... The entire attraction. <laughs> Most of it. I don't know. I saw, it, we're recording this on their first soft opening day, and we saw a couple of people get to go in. Lines were short. Got to see how, what the new world's sort of going to look like. The person I saw rode Hagrid's four times. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> there is that. Well, there you have it. If you're lucky enough to get in for that, there is that. <laughs> um, right. How did they do the... I haven't watched any of it. How did they do the um, the seating as far as Hagrid's go? I wasn't looking at if he put any picture on Hagrid's or not. I don't know if anybody saw I just it. asked because, you know, whenever you posted that video about China and we talked about it, I mean, I'm about Shanghai, and we talked about how the outside coasters or a lot of the outside rides, they didn't really put anything in place at all. Like they were able to sit next to one another, it appeared. With something, I'm just wondering with that one being mostly outdoors, if they would adopt something similar. And they're not. The truth is, they're not really sitting that close together. I mean, I, I find it hard to believe that there's too many people that would sit the way those things are designed with a stranger. But I guess they could. You know, yeah. it's almost like you're yeah. riding a bicycle with a, someone in the side carriage, or a motorcycle with someone in the side they, carriage. They he didn't put a picture, so I didn't see from the person I was following. Gotcha. Um, what the procedures were. As far as that is concerned, right, the transmissibility is lower outdoors. The key, though, is how long are you next to someone outdoors. If you're wearing a mask and you just pass by someone outside and they have it, the likelihood that you're going to pick it up is very low. And if you spend, you know, one and a half minutes next to them on a roller coaster, the theory would be you wouldn't catch it that quickly. Especially if you like sanitized your hands before and after, don't touch your face, all these things. But you can always err more on the side of caution because there's there's exceptions to that rule. But that's that's sort of the and, and with the heat out, that would be sort of all the things working together to hopefully protect you. But ideally, you should stay six feet apart with your mask on at all times. That's going to say so for outdoor outdoor roller coasters would be more safe than indoor ones, correct? In some regards, yes, unless someone coughs in the front row and you just fly right through their cough and nobody was wearing a mask. I was about to bring up, I was like, do we know what the effect of speed is on the, on the virus? Because like, if you're, if you're well, like I mean, going so fast, in, you leave it behind. <laughs> leave well, it in the that's dust. The thing. If, the, uh, if, 
your your cough will hang in the air for some amount of time, which is why you would want to keep a mask on so that if you cough, it catches most of it and you are less likely to get the cough of someone else through your mask. So if everybody's wearing a mask and socially distancing and healthy, your chances are much better. Yeah. And I just thought about this. People should probably remember to bring more than one mask with them at the parks because I was just thinking rock and roller coaster or something like that if you if your mask flew off your face because of going or test track or something is possible right I imagine it could come off depending on the type of mask you're wearing yeah it could then you're stuck without one or something you definitely uh should bring extra just in case but so yeah, that was that was universal. I don't know uh, what were what did you guys say? I mean, I have been gone for a while. What did what have you told the folks? Where have I been? Have you told them anything? We told them that you've been in a bunker, in isolation in the Swiss Alps. Actually, I have no idea where I was going with that, but we told them you were working on data mostly. Yes, Actually, we, so, we we had a little bit of fun with it, but you know, you'll have to go back and listen <laughs> to the episode yourself. I did listen to the most recent episode. <laughs> um, I haven't had a whole lot of time. Yeah, uh, right. I've been working a lot on the COVID-19 stuff. So I've been working essentially 12-hour days for like the last yeah. two and a half months. So it's been quite busy. Yeah. Well, it's good to have you back <laughs> talking yeah. about Disney instead of, well, we're still talking about COVID-19, but. Well, I think we're going to be talking about COVID-19 and Disney for at least a while now. And how are they going to adapt? So I asked you this yesterday, so I already know your answer. But what is your thought about going when Disney first opens in July, July 11th or 15th or any time in the near future? You know, internally, as much as I I really love Disney and like part of me is just like, I want to go. Like, I want to but I wouldn't, I wouldn't go. That's my struggle. Yeah. I, I mean, want to go. <laughs> it's not just the, the reduced experience, because to me, the experience of just being there is good. Yeah. It's, um, there's just a whole lot of risk, even with the precautions that they're taking. Because there's asymptomatic carriers. Yeah. If there's anybody I would trust, it would be them. Right, uh, yeah. I think, I think maybe over time I would become more comfortable with it if we see sustained decreases in community spread um, or we get better therapeutics to treat people. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of things that would make things a little bit better off pre-vaccine because we have no guarantee we'll ever get a vaccine. But if we did, you know, that would fix things right, right up. Right. That would be but great. I think, yeah, I think that would be great. As it is right now, it's just... I would have to travel to Orlando, exposing myself along the way at random gas stations and things like that, or via an airplane. I would have to stay at a hotel, and unless I just did room service, I would have to dine out, which, just so you guys know, I have not stepped foot in a store since <laughs> March the 12th. I yeah. have not. I have only I've had everything delivered, or I have gone through a takeout line. So I would I would be uncomfortable with that. And then going into the parks, uh, yeah, they're going to be wiping everything down. But, you know, you're just exposing yourself to people from who knows where, from all over the world, um, that you really have a lot less information on where they came from and if they've been isolating or what their situation is. So right. that's my long answer of saying I would not be comfortable going right when they opened. Yeah. Agreed. But that said, if somebody does go, I hope you have you take all the precautions. I mean, you need to. Yeah. I think the precautions they're taking are wise. I know, for instance, people are wondering why are they having temperature checks uh, when there's asymptomatic carriers. It's to keep away the, the people because those there's people out there you in the news that are symptomatic and still go out and do stuff. Yeah. That are sick and still true. leave. And there will be people that would if you weren't checking for it, would try to get in with a fever. Yeah. It'd be like, I paid to be here at Disney. I'm going to go in the park and go spread it to everybody. Yeah, I think people yeah. are reading a little too much into that. It's not, The goal is not to catch everybody that has it. It's to try to limit the exposure as much as possible. And if you 
check something like that at the gate, then that kind of is taking a measure that would be better than not taking a measure. You know, um, yeah. it's, it's nothing, none of it's perfect. I mean, you're not going to catch everything <laughs> by that, but it's, yeah. it's definitely going to put a dent in it at the very least, you know? So, yeah, I think they're probably not going to have a whole lot of incidents or they, they, they'll probably be mostly successful. Like as long as everybody's wearing a mask and socially distancing, if there is spread, it would be very well contained. I think the bigger concern will be if people start getting comfortable and they start relaxing the rules before we've really contained it fully, that could lead to a super spreader event, which would be a massive PR blow to Disney, which is why I think they're going to err on the side of caution and keep these rules in place a lot longer than you think they will. Because the last thing they want is a news story that they stopped requiring masks and one person showed up and spread it to 150, 200, 300, 1,000 people. Right. Right. By the way, that was super spreader, he said, not super shredder. Just to yeah, super say. spreader. Yeah. No confusion. Well, that's Disney those, doesn't those... <laughs> own turtles, do they? You know, the turtles did show up once, though, if you remember. They did have temporarily, they, yeah, they had them. In the 90s. Yeah. Right. They actually had them in the studios on stage and everything. At MGM Studios. Yes, at MGM. Now, I will say, if I, if I did go, let's say you told me I had to go. <laughs> okay. I'm going to make if you I, go. You're going to make me go. The precautions I would you. take is I, yeah. I would obviously come equipped with my mask mm-hmm. i would come equipped with hand sanitizer and and all those things well they have hand sanitizer but i would probably still have some of my own if i if i could find it yeah and i would be content mainly like if you took me to magic kingdom i'd sit on main street take in the sights get the music stick to mostly outdoor experiences i would say mm-hmm. just to be more on the safe side that would be the way I would I would go and reduce my risk as it is right now. I would be a lot more um, like if they do have the stretching room, I would have to see how well they do the socially distance there. I'm sure they'll do fine. It's just kind of odd to put people into a cramped space for a few, even however long the stretching room lasts. Well, I think I kind of made this joke regarding it somewhat a couple of episodes ago about how Disney's having to take measures in which their main objective prior to this was to cram as many people into as, m- as small a space as possible every time they could. Yeah, so yep. they obviously have to rethink all <laughs> their, of their Their original strategy. <laughs> right. How do you do the opposite of that? If I parked at the TTC, I would most likely take uh, the ferry boat rather than the monorail. Mm-hmm. More space to move around. Yeah. Even though, sit outside on the deck. Even though they yeah. have measures in place for the monorail, you still wouldn't chance the monorail. It's interior. I don't know how well that. You'd have to you touch know. something, right? You grab the yeah. pole or grab the seat or something. Yeah, touch. I would. I would take the ferry boat to and from the TTC. Although I assume every stop the monorail, they're going to go in and wipe down the seats or something in the poles. But how good is that necessarily going to be all the time? But but let's be honest, you would really have a reservation at the wave and walk. So, (laughs) well, the question is, I don't know if all those tricks are going to work. Yeah, Yeah, can you get one anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, I I have, during my time working on this, met quite a few people who are either Disney fans or know someone who works at Disney. And if you guys are listening, welcome. Also, get back to work. We're trying to solve a pandemic here. (laughs) I got on one, and this guy's like, oh, you like Disney World? Well, let me tell you a great tip. (laughs) Do you make a breakfast reservation (laughs) in Magic Kingdom? You can get in before everyone else. And I'm like, oh, thanks, buddy. Let me tell you a great tip. I I once (laughs) rode all the rides at Disney World in one day. (laughs) So I have a few tips of my own. And I told him about the wave. He's like, oh my gosh, you're a little next level. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> if only you knew. It came up because I, I have to use all the different platforms. And it was a Zoom call. And so my background for Zoom is uh, the different castles. And I've been doing Shanghai Disneyland since it's the only open park. Uh-huh. my background nice. castle. And I quiz people. I'm like, do you know which park this castle's from? Oh, uh-huh. I'm sure most people wouldn't know. No, they have no idea. (laughs) And the people who work for me, whenever we have a happy hour, just like to make me mad and call everything Disneyland, except (laughs) for the Disneyland castle. Yeah. How many times have you had to grit your teeth when someone's like, oh, you went down to Disneyland in Florida? Yeah. It's like, I would would just screw with them. (laughs) That's the way I would do it. 
Right. Remember earlier when I said House was one of my heroes as far as how I act, I would I would do like I would treat my knowledge of certain things similar to like an incident <laughs> when sarcasm. he like well I mean that but I'm talking like an incident where like uh, he didn't reveal that he could speak Spanish until it was absolutely necessary. That's that would be me with my uh, knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Don't reveal what I have until absolutely necessary. <laughs> All right. Until the opportune moment. Well, I, like I have no idea if this knowledge that we have acquired is going to be useful. Because who knows? Once this is over, I'm assuming they'll bring back fast passes and all these things. But who knows? They might just be like, eh, we'll do it this way now. So. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like what I said last week, though, about the wait times. I, I would tell people that are planning to go in that time period, you're going to wait pretty long. <laughs> Don't think you're going to have short wait times because they're reducing capacity. Well, You're going to wait a while. What you really care about more than yeah. anything is what we used to talk about with the parkeology runs, which is the load time. And then you have to factor in load time plus whatever they have to add on, which is why in Shanghai, Soren is just like forever to get on because it was already forever to get on uh, Soren. And now they've added in the social, they don't fill it up. They have to wipe it all down. So like, let's say you rope drop Soren, you might have to wait 45 minutes to ride it. If you're the first one there, cause they got to wipe it all down and then right. you got to wait for Soren. I don't know what takes that ride so long, but it takes forever. Yeah, it makes me wonder if with something like Soren with the three theaters, are they going to only have like one open at a time, and then they'll they'll divert the line to the second theater while they clean the first one, and then the third theater they clean the second one, and so on. I'm I'm got the Shanghai app open right now. Live look, a hundred and five minute wait for Soren. It's the longest wait. Wow. At the park at the moment. I mean, come on, give it some slack. It is soaring around the world. I mean, come on, it has to go around the world. Peter Pan's flight is at ninety <laughs> right. minutes, but compare wow. that to like a really popular ride like Tron, which is a forty-minute wait. So even with no fast pass, huh? Obviously, yeah. I don't. Even... So yeah, it makes you... well, of course they've increased their capacity to some extent there already. So the first few weeks will probably be pretty low waits for most things. But then uh, start expanding the crowds of five or six thousand a week is what they were wanting to do. I think something like that. So they have the Explorer canoes open. Yeah, that's like anti-social distancing right there. <laughs> Maybe. Like, are you, I don't know are you, you sharing that. an oar with? How, <laughs> I have do, no how idea. do they have the Explorer? There's a wait time for the Explorer canoes at Shanghai. How are they doing that? You remember that that I just said about them cramming people into as small space as possible? <laughs> that's <is> an example. <laughs> Perhaps they're not cramming it full. Maybe they're... I mean, a lot of great things you can consider doing that are outdoors at Magic Kingdom. One of them is you can ride the rafts to the outdoor island mm-hmm. and just ride the rafts back and forth. I mean, it is a great outdoor ride. Yeah, they're going to have to have only, what, four people on a raft at a time, one in each corner <laughs> to yeah, socially yeah, distance. Be, <laughs> so there'll be a 40-minute wait for the rafts. Well, it's an outdoor <laughs> experience. What can you do? Ride the, ride the riverboat. Up on the top deck, not a bad choice. Yeah, that's a good idea. There's no parade, so you can hang out on Main Street all you want. Are they going to have the stage shows? Have they said that yet? They haven't said specifically, but they did say the characters would be out, but you can't you know, do meet and greets, but you can see them in different times. So they didn't specifically say, but it kind of sounds like they might do a very shortened version of it, maybe. I honestly don't care yeah. if they don't. Or maybe a cavalcade kind of thing. You know, a quick, like here they come through quickly so that there's no time for a crowd to gather. Down with the stage shows. I bet you they'll find a way to work in a freaking dance party, though. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, what are they going to do? Are they gonna <laughs> are dance parties done now? Are there no more dance parties? No more mouse could dance at parties, you mean? I mean, there were so many dance parties before this thing happened. Can we get rid of all of them now? <laughs> <laughs> Disney Junior one? Yeah. The Star Wars stage show, I guess they would couldn't do so, that either. Going back to something I mentioned is because Universal didn't run pre-shows today in their soft opening, this was leading a lot of people to have consternation already at Disney because they're like, well, if there's no pre-shows, what's the point of Rise of the Resistance? What's the point of this and that? Mm-hmm. Number one, my reaction to that is you're going to a theme park in the middle of the pandemic. Right. Then just don't go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wait like, till it's over. Yeah. Like, so... Sorry, you've chosen to go during a pandemic. Like, you will get a yeah, reduced like, experience. Get a little Disney or no Disney. That's your pretty much your options. I mean, 
Like that's the thing that that gets me is the the amount of low level complaining I'm seeing about the Disney rules, which I think are highly reasonable, and maybe even you know. I'm sure there's some people high up at Disney that are going to not get a whole lot of sleep over the next six months while they just wait for the shoe to drop and hope for the best that nothing bad happens and that it all works out. You know, like they're they're taking a a risk even doing what they're doing. And I think it's reasonable. We need to take risks like I'm I'm kind of the doomsayer over here. I do. I am over here the buzzkill. I want to point out that mental health matters and people do need to. We can't live like this forever. Yeah, you have to get out a little bit. Yeah, but there's somebody in there that's 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 going to be gritting their teeth while at the same time we're we're still the same old Disney community that's complaining about the fact that yeah you know my fast passes got dropped and my dining reservations got dropped that i took six months ago and i'm like yeah well six months ago there wasn't a pandemic that we knew it well there was we just you know ignored it yeah Um, it didn't bother us at the time so we didn't care i think we should try to at this point get away with playing a clip of uh, first world problems by weirdo yankovic right now there's a lot lot more going on in the world (laughs) rather than the fact that you have to wear a mask to go uh get chicken guy right I think I would risk it for Chicken Guy. <laughs> oh, really? So you would drive down there just to have Chicken Guy? No, of course not. Right now, just for that's not economically sound. All right. I mean, how much? It, how? What would I need to tip on like Uber Eats to get someone to deliver it to me? To to buy it and drive it all the way up to Atlanta? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure somebody would. Yeah, Somebody for the right price. For, for $500. <laughs> I don't know. Gas is yeah, cheap I could, right now. I could, I could pay them for a hotel room. You can get a hotel room for like negative money right now. I mean, the, you're, you're talking about somewhat the yeah. plot to Smokey and the Bandit right there. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Go up to Boston and get some clam chowder. Exactly. For me I have uh, two people that work for me that had to travel for work recently and obviously an essential considered quote essential we're still working but uh for the most part from home uh but we do have work with the government sometimes which means you have to go on site so it was essential and they had to travel and they had to stay in a hotel and they said it was creepy like half the hotel was like not lit up you know there was nobody there it was just weird (laughs) looked like the white house i mean oh (laughs) Right, I'm assuming that Disney hotels are going to be, you know, reduced as well, I mean, for the most part. They're not going to fill up the resorts 100%. Yeah. But they haven't mentioned specifically yet about the resorts, but only DVC would be opening in about three weeks, so. Which I was, I, I, before the show, I, I thought I'd look and see, I, I hopped on the DVC resale store real quick, just to see what the latest listings are looking like. And it looks like people haven't started dropping the prices all that much, which is surprising. I think I would figure that um, given everything that's going on, people are going to start trying to dump their contracts before long. Or or you guys think I'm going to be wrong on that. I think they've had enough complaints uh, about people regarding DVC and they're starting to give them what appears to be like they're throwing a few bones their way that it's going to be enough to maybe overcome, especially if they're true Disney fans. There might be some people that are in the situation where they just have to dump it, but I, I don't know. I mean, if they're really, it depends on how badly that community really wants to go, I guess. Right. So, right. well, that's the thing is also right now they aren't doing direct sales and Disney isn't trying to expend cash. Right. So, one of the things is, is if you're ever buying a resale DVC, is Disney has right of first refusal and can swoop in and undercut you and say, no, you can't buy it for that price. And they have to buy it from the owner themselves. It's kind of communist, so is it? it? Anyway. Yeah, but right now, I don't think, I, I mean, I could go look at the forums. I'm imagining Disney is not exercising right of first refusal very much at all because they aren't trying to spend any money. So, yeah. If you're trying to go find someone at the distressed property, you can probably scoop it up for something cheap right now and get it through the process. Yeah. Of course, that also assumes that you still have a job and you can afford DVC, but right. which is why a lot of people are dumping it. 
Like I said, I'm a buzzkill, guys. I don't know why you guys bring me back to the show. I'm a buzzkill. <laughs> well, speaking of the, <laughs> you know, terrible state of our world, uh, I could not mention the unjust killing of George Floyd because Disney released a couple of different statements about it. So I will have the Disney tie-in there. Let's see. They put out on social media a um, meme, I guess you'd say, that just says we stand against racism. We stand for inclusion. We stand by our fellow black employees, storytellers, creators, and the entire black community. We must unite and speak out. And then uh, Bob Chapek and Bob Iger and Latandra Newton. Right. Yeah, put I saw out, those names. Put, yeah. Put out a uh, letter to, or email, I guess you'd say, or statement to the employees of Walt Disney Company talking about that. So, uh, you know, the, the good thing about all this is it is putting this issue out. And so many people are responding now more so than ever. So I think that's a good thing. Hopefully some good will come from it. And, you know, I fully throw in my support as well. I think everyone should stand up and, and speak out. So I just thought it was newsworthy that, you know, we we have to talk about it, even though it's really sad news, like the COVID-19 stuff is very sad. But this is also, you know, just something that has to be discussed. Well, I mean, it's very important. I mean, this is an unjust killing yet again by yeah. a police officer of a young black man, an unarmed young black man who was pleading for his life, which that, I mean, if you can't see why they say black lives matter, then at this point, then what are you paying attention to? Like, are you paying attention at all? Is what I'm saying. Um, right. I, I think it's great. And I, I want to give credit to someone that we criticize or a group or a Disney site that we criticize quite often. Oh, yeah. WDW News Today, we have criticized a lot. We do not really care for them. Or Tom Unscrupulous, who is Tom Amity Corliss, which goes by Tom Unscrupulous. um, Right. Because they usually are pretty big jerks. Uh, But they have taken a stand with uh, posting Black Lives Matter content and being political and have lost followers for it, which I admire. And if you're listening to this and our stance offends you, please... I'd be happy for you to unfollow us. Right. Yeah. You know what? That, that, I got to say, they've lost followers for far less uh, reasons. So this is actually a good reason. So good for them. It. You know, I, I still go to their site. It's not because they do post more news than anybody else. But they do treat people very poorly sometimes. And they... <laughs> They have this feud with Disney that is, uh, I don't know why. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, making a statement like that as is good, but their treatment of cast members is still not acceptable. So just that's saying. true. Cause there was right. a, that recent story that came out about a cast member that was basically harassed yeah. on the whole. Yeah. I do not like them. Um, yeah, because he told some cast member, you know, how does it feel to be furloughed or something yeah, like that? Yeah, something it's horrible like, like that. Totally like, insensitive. On, and then unfollowed them. Um, but, you know, at least they got one thing right. I want to just give them credit for getting one thing right. Yeah. So, yeah. Bottom line, let's all come together and try to support this this issue. So, Black Lives Matter. So, on another note then, uh, Spaceship Earth is not under refurb or rumored to actually not be under refurb. We've talked about this one before. Uh, yeah. We assumed that this refurb would not happen at all. But the rumor is that it is being delayed, just not, you know, it will open, of course, on July 15th when Epcot opens. I think they have to keep it open. Um and my guess, like we said, it's going to be severely scaled back, whatever refurb they were going to do, or it's probably outright canceled for a while, or at least pushed way back. I don't know. Given that they were going to have it watered down, it doesn't hurt my feelings. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, I was going to give them the benefit of the doubt on the refurb, but I, yeah, no. I was going to hope that it was okay. 
I was going to say a minute ago about us being critical about something. I was like, I don't understand what you're talking about. We are never critical of anything, especially, <laughs> I mean, especially me. Um, yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Are you going to be real sad, John, <laughs> whenever uh, they aren't going to be able to fully pack the house for the up show? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's always sure. been a major problem in the past. I don't know. Is it safe for the birds? That's, that, that would be, or safe for yeah. the up characters. I can't remember. I can't remember where it was going before that. We were talking about Spaceship Earth. Judy Dench lives on. Yes, Judy Dench lives on. Well, because uh, they on the app right now, if you look, it does say it's under refurbishment. But as I mentioned last week, that was probably just a something that was put on the schedule so that it would show up automatically whenever that date came. Yeah, and they just haven't changed it. I never give Disney the benefit of the doubt when it comes to that. I mean, they when something goes down, I, I cringe until I'm told otherwise. I have to I have to be proven otherwise. They're guilty until proven innocent in those situations. So, right. yeah. I mean, they've given plenty of reasons to cringe when something's going to change. Sure. Okay, like even, let's just say even the pirates change, like the, um, the auction scene change, right? Yeah. It's not that I don't understand the reasons why. It's pretty obvious it needed to be they needed to do something. But what they did was not good. I mean it was tar it was terrible dialogue. It's like George Lucas wrote it or something. I mean, it's just not good dialogue. So I mean, if you're gonna change something, have a plan in place. I don't think they had much of a plan in place. I think it was kind of a last minute thing they thought of for that. So just my two cents. Mm-hmm. Speaking of bad dialogue. Did you guys, over this pandemic, I think it happened during the pandemic, see the Ask Me Anything with the uh, the Flight of Passage pre-show guy? Yes. Yeah, we mentioned that, didn't we? Yeah, I think we mentioned that. I think that we mentioned that when Jason ago. was on last. I, I mean, I want to say. I think it was. No, I think we talked wasn't. about it, but I don't think Jason was on that day. Yeah, I could have swore I remember I, Jason I just, I, I, talking I, about it. I found it interesting that he had never been to the park. So. Yeah, yeah, we right because we we mentioned like why couldn't Disney just send him to Animal Kingdom right. to write it? Especially now that they know that he's like a celebrity because of it. <laughs> right, uh, fly. I'm not so sure. I mean, I, you know, I, I like I said before, I love Joe Rody, but I'm not so sure that I buy his story about that it was on purpose. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, according to him. The actor, I forgot his name again, he said that he did that as a improvisation and the See? Imagineers loved it. Who do you believe? And then they were like, <laughs> oh, right. So he was like, I just tried it that way once. And they were like, oh, yeah, do that. Keep doing that. And they rewrote some stuff or whatever. And they, so that's how he worded it. But yeah, he's one of those actors that, you know, like he popped up in the good place and whatnot. And then, that's right. you know, like 10 years from now, somebody's going to be like, you're going to either be watching somebody like, what do I know that guy from? Or you'll <laughs> yeah. somebody will say his name. You're like, who's that guy? And you'll see a picture. You'll be like, oh, that guy. Right. Yeah. Right. Or it's sort of like when I, I watched the, uh, I, I was, I didn't make it through the first episode yet, but I, it was recommended on Netflix this week. The new space movie that uh, not movie space series on Netflix. That's starring Steve Carell. I yes. forget what it's called. Space Force. Race, space Force. Yeah. Um, and the Soren guy is on there. Patrick Warburton? Yeah. That's what, oh, okay. So it's like the Soren guy. guy. Like Patrick Warburton, he did, he acted in a lot of things prior to Soren. No, no, no. Not that Soren guy? He's known for Soren. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> right. Nice work, You know pal. why he's known for Not, Soren? Well, okay. Because you have to stand there for like yeah, 10 for years right. and watch him. Nice job, pal. Right. Nice job, pal. I've always enjoyed <laughs> his voice. As Kronk or as Elaine's boyfriend. Have you watched the Space Force yet? Anybody watched that yet? I haven't watched it yet, no. Mm-mm. Is it good? I've heard it's good. Well, but. I'm assuming it, it's one of those things, kind of like The Office, where it, it's going to get good because like, I'm not even through the first episode, not to spoil it for anybody because you know it's first episode. Like Everything's just going wrong. Oh, right. Okay. Like his whole everything that's happening is just falling apart, which I think is just setting the stage for all the comedy. Sort of like how the whole first season of the opposite office was just how terrible Mine Steve Carell's yeah. character was. <laughs> and then he ended up becoming endearing and it was funny, but like right. 
it was very cringy. In yeah, the, the first, first season. season can be very cringy with The Office, yeah. And hmm. a shout out to our uh, sister podcast, The uh, Office Ladies. It's her sister podcast? Yeah, they're our friends, you know. Oh, they, okay. Yeah, right. I guess <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know they were our friends. Uh, Who are they? That's a joke. <laughs> Sorry. That's clearly a joke because they <laughs> would have nothing to do with us. Unless they plan Disney trips, then maybe, you know, you never know. But, yeah, they were saying that the show was almost canceled after the first season, but the, the pitch that Greg Daniels made at the beginning of season, before season two was like, okay, we're going to make Michael Scott's somewhat endearing, and, you know, he's going to have some redemptive qualities. And that's when it sort of shifted. Anyway, I just thought that was cool. That's a good, it's a pretty good podcast, though. They're pretty ad-heavy, <laughs> unless you pay for the premium now, but... It's still a good podcast. Anyway, moving on. It seems as though Disney's Disney World has started issuing refunds to annual pass holders. That was a fairly recent story. I, you know, haven't heard anything, but what they're saying is if you're a monthly payment, so if you're a Florida resident and you're doing the monthly payment program, they're doing back payments, apparently, between March 14th and April 4th now. So they're refunding you for those dates. If you paid in full... By default, I think it says they're going to extend your expiration date, the number of days the parks have been closed. Again, that's still not clear as to are they going to, is it going to be July 11th? Or is it going to be the 15th? Is it going to be a date past that? You know, But you can opt into getting a partial refund if you paid uh, in full. Are you planning to take the refund? No. Currently, no. I'm not. Because I'm thinking next year would be a better time, hopefully, if vaccine and all this stuff happens, hopefully before next summer, we are in good shape to enjoy the spring and summer trips next year. Yeah, so one thing I wanted to mention is the restart date on our annual pass and when it starts ticking down again. Because when Shanghai opened... They said Mm -hmm. that they would not be counting the days that the advanced reservation system is in effect towards people's annual pass time. Right. Yeah, that's very interesting. Because all it says here is that the option will be applied before the parks reopen. But that doesn't, does it mean, it didn't specify, like, does that mean July 11th or not? But So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Anyway. Have you looked to see what your expiration date is in the app? I did just now. It's still February 16th. Uh Uh-huh. So, but it should be like next, like May or June, uh, depending on when they extend it to, so. Interestingly enough, my expiration date says uh, September of 2012. Oh, that's kind of weird. That is weird. (laughs) I wonder if you'll be able to get a reservation. Well, if they extend it enough. Oh, and, and and just while I'm in the 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 buzzkill mood, um, for those of the, you that are that are parkeology listeners, which uh, I, you know uh, I love parkeology. Yes, you know I do. Oh yeah, we should mention this. Okay, go ahead. I've never heard you say this before. Please don't go run parkeology during the opening. When I said all the reasons where your risk factors go up, they go up when you go run and start breathing heavier. And you go to every ride, meaning you go around everyone, right? So there's yeah. a whole lot about running parkeology that I would not recommend people to go and run the challenge. Because not only are you putting yourself at risk, you are exposing even more people than you normally would if right. you do have the virus. And I wonder, you know, they haven't mentioned this either, or is park hopping going to be allowed even at the first initial stages since you know shanghai is only one park we don't know you know is that something that they're going to say they haven't mentioned specifically if you can park up or not but i imagine if you have park hopper tickets you can right i mean you paid for that and annual pass comes as a park hopper so i imagine they'll let you do it at disney world but i'm sure that somebody will I know that people will do it, but I'm just saying that yeah. you are like the the your risk factor would go up. There's no need to get a badge on a website for a stupid <laughs> challenge in the middle of this. Is all I'm saying. Not, 
I'm not going to name any names. Beep. You know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Do you think Carousel of Progress will be closed, though? Because it's technically a show and, well, kind of a show. I mean, you already socially distanced in that. Because right? <laughs> yeah, there's there's only like five people in it. The problem, though, is, is I'm not sure that air ever circulates out of that building because it is just <laughs> dank in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think they have dank. the same air in there that Walt breathed. That's true. Uh, <laughs> well, that would be interesting. That <laughs> would yeah, be. They, they, I mean, how, how long has that been around? I mean, if it had been around, you know, 100 years, well, we'd be still trying to clear it out from the air that was there from the last pandemic. It did so. move from the West Coast yeah. to the East Coast. <laughs> so it's had that journey. That that aired it out a little yeah. bit. Yeah, probably. It was on the back of a flatbed truck with pirates. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> they just yeah. they took the, the building. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they, they had to close all the that. roads. Well, I'm sure they put it in pieces. I guess you would think. Apart, you know, it had to have been. I don't know. But it's the actual. It's the actual attract. That's the only time that's happened. I think they actually they literally moved an attraction across country. They didn't just say, "Hey, yeah. we're going to have it here instead." They literally moved it. Well, they've haven't they moved like the parade? Like yeah, they've uh, had mainstream yeah, electrical electrical electrical, parade, yeah, but that's a little different. I'm curious. Those things. Well, how, I mean, it's still yeah, those things obviously. Big breakdown it only would have been acceptable if they moved the main street electrical parade by driving the parade yeah I'll yeah cross country. Country. a cross-country parade that would be cool actually would have a how, how many at the given the rate of speed the main street electrical parade moves how many days would that take <laughs> take like to get to california 14 days I don't know. Uh, maybe longer that's a that's a question why can't they run parades through like you know the resorts or something just like drive some parade vehicles through wave at some guests i don't think the walkways are big enough just do random parade floats not the whole parade just do one float randomly and just have it go through the park so that a crowd doesn't have time to gather you have no idea what time the parade is they're doing the partial parade in shanghai and the, not the social distancing is not yeah. working during the parade because people like chase the thing yeah and people right. it's just an ran animal. into other people to get photos <laughs> and video. Probably, yeah. See, that's the other thing that's going to happen when the park's open. The bloggers and vloggers are going to be out taking photos and video of everything. Some. So they're going to be, like, chasing each other around trying to get the yeah, first video out. people that just sit around and talk about Disney. <laughs> I, I really find it hard to believe that Tim will be among those. I, I find it hard to believe, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, he, there will be a media preview, I bet, and he'll go to that like he did Disney Springs. Adam... There'll probably be a media preview. Adam, not this Adam, but the woo. I feel like he could possibly brave this. I would think he would. He seems like the yeah. type, but I don't He's, know. He's definitely stir crazy, but if Disneyland opens around the same time, he'll probably just go there. Yeah, spooky Maine, he probably will for sure, <laughs> if they let him. Bio reconstruct will socially distance and take yeah, a picture from that's above. A good point. Yeah, he'll just fly over and take pictures. That's a good idea. So there's something I wanted to clear up from last week that changed like the day after the episode came out, and that was extra magic hours because we were looking at the park hours and talking about them. And we're like, wow, the extra magic hours. There's some days it'll have it, and then of course the next day they're like, no more, no more extra magic hours. It's <laughs> so, like they were listening, right? So that I think that was when they said the extra magic hours are no more for a while, and that was when they canceled all the fast passes and dining and everything too. I'm still confused so, by the water park hours, but anyway. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think they're going to open because they ne- have not mentioned them, right? I mean, I mean, they got them scheduled to open. That last week. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. But it was like June 13th or something. I'm like, why would you just randomly open the water parks without even saying anything? <laughs> Maybe they forgot to update. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think they just forgot that. But they did take the extra magic hours off, so I guess that's a, something. Just like I said, because I would think of all the places where it could spread, a water park would actually be pretty high on the list. <laughs> so, Jason, what would that be? Actually, I see the they're closed now. It's on the is it? app is closed. Well, the risk, the, because there are water parks open in Orlando now. Yeah. 
pools are going to be open this summer and those things. And as long as people are remaining six feet apart at all times and socially distancing, it's usually okay because the water is chlorinated. It has, mm-hmm. or it has chemicals in it. And those chemicals will, will kill the virus, you know, in a fairly reason, quick, quick amount of time, unless yeah. you, like I said, if you're close to somebody, you're more likely to get it. But I mean, that's sort of the, the theory here is that hopefully with warm weather and social distancing and and you're in the pool, you should definitely social distance because you're not wearing a mask, um, that it would be better. So that's the thing is, it, it, are they going to be at a low enough capacity that people can infect social distance? Well, when it goes to like the water slides, that's a weird question because you're just going one right after another into a very confined space. Very fast. Very fast. <laughs> I, I would be kind of weirded out by that. I say, especially if it's summit plummet. Right. So those are the risks that you're having. And, and, and I mean, there is some evidence that I've seen in studies that say that, that, that the heat and humidity are going to help us out a little bit here this summer. Oh, like I say, so, yeah. well, if it, if the, if it hates humidity, then it doesn't stand a chance in central Florida. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 it's not, that's not a hundred percent true because it has transmitted everywhere in the world, but you know, it, does not live as long in the air, at it least dr- in it, several studies. It drowns in the right. hot moisture. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the thing the virus needs is to survive long enough to find a, a suitable host. So, the, right, and that's why and a lot of times, you know, early on, people were wiping down all their groceries and doing all those things, which is, you know, a, a precaution you can take. But the why you do hear that it lives on surfaces for a very long time. The real question is not about, is there a virus, like a single COVID-19 virus? If a single COVID-19 virus gets into your body, you're probably not going to get it. It's how much of it do you get, which is why time and like washing hands is important. Because if you like, if somebody with COVID like touches something and you walk right behind them, touch it and then stick your hand in your mouth, bad. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. But if you like go, go touch it, don't touch your face go wash your hands, you're probably fine. Yeah. And Crazy. didn't they really, after Disney even closed, didn't they only, as far as I know, have one theme park related, like one death anyway, that was related. I never heard of any others that were. I don't know about infections, though. I don't know if I heard any, any numbers on, you know, people that had recently been that actually had it. I never, I never, I never you heard. You mean the Disney? Is that what yeah, you're or Disney, the Orlando yeah. theme parks, because that one oh, in particular Orlando. that they, you know, that was um, talked about in 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 media circles went to mm-hmm. both Disney and Universal. Because he died. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was yeah. Like I. That's what I'm saying. He was. I mean, we know. Of the, that's why I said it. We know of the one death. But do we know of any other links with it specifically? Well, so, so back then it's very hard to tell because we weren't testing anybody. Yeah. Um, unless they were symptomatic or came from China. And they also, at that point, pretty much had to have come from China or a similar country to really get a test because we did not ramp up our testing very quickly. So yeah. it's obvious that a lot more people have had it than have tested positive. So oh, yeah. the likelihood is that there are quite a few cases that were at Disney and, and were transmitted. Now, I will say leading up to this, when we started to really see the exponential growth, when we, you know, early on, right before shutdown, we, we weren't clear on the community transmission and how bad it was here. And it, it was worse off than we thought before long, you know, for a while before we shut down. And during that time, just to be clear, I could have been a super spreader because yeah. in the weeks yeah. leading up to the, yeah. the end, I went in the course of two weeks to Disneyland and Disney World, rode on an airplane, you know, right. did all these things. I went to both of them. You were in San Diego. And like, yeah, I went and, like a week yeah. week long period to both coasts, both parks. Yeah, <laughs> and made we're around large crowds. Yeah, well, I mean, you were a frequent flyer, so. Yep. That too. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's one of those things that you know, more likely than not, if you get it, you will be fine. I mean, when um, you when you fly, you pretty much come into contact with people that have been everywhere. <laughs> yes, but if you get it, you'll probably be fine. Unless you're not. 
And that's the that's the thing is that nobody we don't really know what what makes you be unless you're not. Yeah, there's things that raise your risk factor, but yeah, it's just one of those things that we don't truly understand. And the longer we have to work on it, the the more we'll understand and know what it is and how to treat it, and that'll make things better. I truly believe we will go back to normal. I really do, because and the reason I believe that is not based on any sort of secret knowledge or anything I have. I have no secret knowledge. It's because we have had pandemics like at least every 100 years in our history and we always go back to normal because eventually it will either run its course or we will defeat it and people will move on and people are social creatures and we will move on and we'll go back to normal. And not only that, yeah. as time goes on, the human body you know, starts building uh, its own resistance to certain strands the more it's exposed to it. Yeah. So there's Once that. this has been out in the world, it's not going to be as big of a deal, even if we don't get a vaccine, because we'll start building up immunities and herd immunities to it. it, it it's one of those things that people are like, are we ever going to go back to like it was? Yes, but not like next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like maybe, maybe a year or two from now, it might be completely back to normal. I think even after the vaccine, people like me, I'm, I'm like minorly agoraphobic at this point. It's going to take a while for like the mental trauma of being locked up will will be erased right we've had a couple of scares in my house but that's only because my wife is also an essential worker and she works in the hospital and she has had to work in a covid icu so we've had scares but we've been good so far i uh, you know ppe does work when you have it and it's helpful, yeah. I'm gonna say, speaking of PPE, have y'all looked at the masks on the Disney store? Have you had? I bought some. You bought some already. What did you get? Speaking of masks uh, that you can buy, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I I bought the uh, the Star Wars one. The Star Wars one. I just thought it was kind of weird. It's like they're giving you these combination of fours, but some of the combinations don't entirely make sense to me. Like, for instance, you have Mickey, Pooh, Stitch, and Marie. I mean, does that does anybody else think that's just an odd combination of characters uh, having a set? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe they're you know. trying to get people to buy multiple sets just so they can get the characters they want. Well, that's the only yeah. Get all the different sets, mix and match all those. But things. that's the only like Disney characters. I mean, the others are things like you said, Star Wars, or they have some of the ones that are different, you know, versions of Mickey and Minnie, um, or they have the Marvel set, or they have the. Pixar set, which is mostly appears to be Monsters Inc. and Toy Story. <laughs> How's it going to be? You think whenever like are they going to start? If we, this goes on for a while, you know how you get your magic band mailed if you stay on the resort. Well, they mail you a mask too, just like here's your mask for your stay. <laughs> goes along with your magic band. That might be a good idea. Yeah, and it would theme into the resort. So if you go to Port Orleans, you would get a Tiana mask. What you'll see is you no longer need a magic band. You have a magic mask now. So just put the RFID yeah. chip in the mask. That seems kind of bad to hold up a bunch of things to people's faces. Like the whole point is to stay away from your face. Yeah, but it's covered, though. So You're, you're covered. Yeah, it, well, the, the, that's the other thing. Don't get this false sense of security. The masks are not perfect. In fact, the masks are more to protect other people from you. And the thing is, is that if everybody wears them, then everybody's protect, you know, a lot more protected from everyone. But if you're wearing it and someone else isn't wearing it and is sick, it's still, you know, they're still getting to you. Those masks are not like particle proof. Even the baby Yoda mask? Even the baby Yoda mask. Because, I mean, that comes with the force. It's going to be, I I did see someone put a joke up that uh, only at Disney, it was like one of the Disney World parody accounts it's like everybody is required to wear a mask except at halloween we're still going to ban them then (laughs) (laughs) that's a good point hopefully they won't need them come halloween but it's still a good possibility but Mm. hopefully i said hopefully tell us about a second wave jason no let's uh let's let's i've been enough of a buzzkill i'll leave the optimism no second wave (laughs) i was just leaving the door open there was one Just story I no. want to get everyone's everyone's thought of thoughts on really quickly, and that was the World Showcase is most likely going to open with cast members who are, do not meet the culturally authentic theming at Epcot. Quote. So, what do we think about? 
You're going to Epcot in the middle of a pandemic. Get over it. <laughs> well, that's kind of par for the So why is that? Why is this a possibility? Why don't we go explore that first? Well, they can't fly them back here. Yeah, they had to send them back, I believe. A lot of the employee or cast members that were from other countries because they were part, either part of the college program or they were part of a uh, temporary work. Don't, uh, don't get me wrong. It was a nice touch, but was that really the the thing that really made it authentic for you? I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I love I love seeing that. Yeah, I just said, like I said, I, that was a nice touch. But was it what made it authentic? <laughs> I mean, it really well, adds it, to it. I don't know. Without it, it probably would be very different. Yeah, it would be very different. I think it adds to it. That it, I mean, that kind of detail, kind of you know, is one of the things that would that sets it apart. Whereas you know, if I go. I'm going to go over to Japan and I'm just, you know, talking to Bob. <laughs> exactly. I'm a no- noodles order. <laughs> it's like, right. Tell me yeah. how the crepes are at, uh, Bob. I don't know. They look like pancakes <laughs> to me. What? Which one, which Bob yeah. are you going to be talking to? Chapik or, uh, yeah. Or a exactly. hiker. <laughs> it's like if they were working at the, uh, you know, France pavilion or something, you're not French. I think they're going to Yeah, I think these are just things that like if you decide you're going to go in the pandemic, like just you have to accept these things yeah. are just different. It's going to be different. And you're getting you're getting some Disney, right? You think they're going to yeah. ask like the cast members that are here is like do any of you speak French or Chinese or <laughs> Japanese <laughs> or right. I did put so I did have I someone uh post one thing that I thought was funny, which is not Disney related, but they were saying, you know, at this year's Renaissance Fair, we shouldn't cancel them because I think having a real life plague there will really add to the authenticity of it. Yeah, I shared that. You may not have seen it for me, though. It <laughs> uh, might have been for you that I saw it, but I thought it was that was very funny. And, you know, that's the authenticity aspects that we're, we're looking for here. Right. Maybe they could go theme World Showcase to how those countries looked during previous pandemics. Oh, wow. I don't know if we want to theme everything to pandemic. I don't know if we want to go too far into that. One thing I was thinking about is, are they going to run the Skyliner? Mm, that's a good question. They haven't mentioned that specifically. They did talk about... They could, that's one they could do. You're not going to get buddied up with another family. Yeah. You're going to be... Well, just one per, per sky. Exactly. Line. I mean, they already... One group. Whenever, during time periods that I was there, they pretty much gave you an option. Did you want to ride with someone or not? Most of the time, right? So yeah. they could just make it like that. They could just say, you know, if you're, in, if you're in the same group, you can ride together, obviously. Or if, if you're solo, you could probably... There's so many gondolas, you know. The only mm-hmm. issue with that... Like when you say that though, it's kind of like the monorail. If when someone does ride it, they're in an enclosed space. It's not going to be wiped down. That sort of thing. If someone, yeah. The good thing about the the Skyliner is they can make the windows open and keep the breeze flowing through at least, mm-hmm. which you would do the majority of the time anyway. But you talked about the you know time around other people increases the chances of exposure. So what do you do when you're on the Epcot line and it? stops for 35 minutes yeah but well, you're around I'm, your... I'm assuming you're going to be you're going to be only be in there with your family like they're right. not going to double that yeah that would just hopefully be... you're going to be around the same hopefully. people that you were around you know in the hotel room or yeah around all the time anyway yeah they should do that because if that happens you know that could be a problem obviously that's what i said partially because it had not grown in popularity would was not you know i still a a major source of transportation. I don't know if the fact that it crashed into another one had anything to do with it, but you know, they already were kind of letting you choose (laughs) who you rode with in most cases. So going to that strictly shouldn't be a problem. Shouldn't even increase the wait time by much either. In our visit late February, we were forced to double up two times. Mm Mm-hmm. Out of how many but times? It wasn't like you were forced. They, uh, you know, maybe ten yeah. rides total. If you count each leg that we rode as a ride, you know, maybe ten total. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like we were forced to. It's just like they told them to get in the car behind us. I bet if we'd been like, "Can we ride by ourselves?" They'd been like, eh, "Okay." But yeah, you know. 
you don't want to be like that. You know, I've only seen them not ask or suggest if, uh, say, for instance, the line is back to where the entrance is, then they kind of do that. But if it was not, they didn't care if you skipped a car or anything like that. Yeah. Well, the last thing I wanted to mention was that Disneyland in California is currently only taking reservations uh, July 15th or later. So I don't think it's necessarily an indication that they're going to open July 15th, but maybe it'll be a coast-to-coast reopening of all six parks on that particular day, the 15th, July 15th. Well, you, you said dining reservations, right? Or were just no, reservations? I mean, um, like reservations, oh, okay. like hotel. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It, I, I was always under the impression that I thought California would open later just because I thought they would be more restrictive. But they actually, even though having some of the worst numbers in the beginning, yeah. clamped yeah. down pretty early and, and tamped down pretty pretty well. Which is one of the things that I was trying to say along the lines of that I thought that they would be first. But for whatever reason, there still doesn't look. They're, they're not but going to be. But it could be near the same time. Unless we yeah. get surprised. Yeah. Well, maybe they maybe they should open them on the same day to split the bloggers up. <laughs> That's a good point. Right. <laughs> they should yeah, open all the other the, parks at the same the day, too. <laughs> I mean, look at Disney Springs. The first day it was open, there were a lot more people than there have been basically any other day. I mean, they opened the world of Disney. There was a lot of people that day. But it's been pretty dead once yeah. the bloggers went in and took their pictures. Has it? I mean, I don't know. I haven't paid. I guess I haven't paid close enough. They haven't reached capacity. I've seen, you know mostly empty streets you know it's not like they're they're hurting for people to show up but they're also not nearly as crowded as they were on day one of opening or day one of the disney stuff opening right because again who's the only people that sh- i would imagine are going are locals right there's no reason to travel to orlando to go to disney springs yeah, you would think mostly, or maybe there's people that were already there, already had plans for other things, and decided to go over there because the things that they originally came for were closed. I don't know. Um, where are they staying is the question. Like, how many hotels are open? I don't think there's really any good resorts. on. There's no resorts on property, and a lot of the Disney Springs yeah. hotels have been closed or are going to remain closed. So where do you stay? I don't know. Would you sleep in the back of your car just to go to Disney one? This is why I keep saying I'm going to buy an RV now. I never wanted an RV, but now I'm like, in this new coronavirus world, you have your own house on rolling wheels, and I just drive it around, and I'll <laughs> stay at Fort Wilderness. Well, there's a lot of those people uh, are much cheaper. that stay for like a month or two yeah. uh, during <laughs> well, the holidays. No. Are you going to do that and decorate your RV with Christmas lights for the whole month of December or something? Yeah, yeah. To be clear, the nightly rate is lower, but I can stay at the Grand Floridian for a lot of nights for the price of one of those fancy RVs. It's like many years ago, Tom Selleck's voice didn't convince you to buy an RV, (laughs) but the pandemic did. I got you. You I I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, (laughs) when's the next time I want to fly and and all those stuff? So if I'm going to go anywhere, I could just drive an RV. I had kind of said a while back... told Lynn that an RV, but even before this, I'd said it before, I was like, you know, I, I haven't ruled out RV being <laughs> retirement <no> goals, <laughs> being part of that. I've always said I would rent one, you know, I've thought about renting RVs before, especially like when you go over to California and you're in wine country and you want to go up and see the Northwest and drive the, and you, you know, renting an RV is pretty popular there. I didn't think about owning mm-hmm. one because it just seemed... Like, I wouldn't get the use out of it, but now I'm like, maybe I would use it. Yeah, you would get the use out of it, yeah. Besides renting one, I mean, you know, did you watch Toy Story 4? I mean, come on. You don't really want to do that. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen there. You just don't bring any toys with you. Right. Anyway. Don't stop at roadside cars. You're going to lose your toys. There you go. Antique stores. All right. I think we're kind of winding down here, right? I mean... Yeah, oh, no, we are. Hopefully this has been cogent. It's good just to be back. I know I'm... uh, Mr. Buskill, I will continue to be Mr. Yeah. Buskill, but I could be wrong. I just want to be clear. I want the people who say that this is overblown to end up being able to say I told you so and us to be wrong. But, you know, I, I think it's good to remain vigilant yeah. and not take a risk unnecessarily uh, while we continue to monitor and figure out a better way forward. Firm, fair, and vigilant. I learned that from Conair. <laughs> life lessons (laughs) that you can take from Conair. that's that's your (laughs) your lesson today yep yep buy a mask from 
From us, not just Disney. <laughs> From us. Yeah, not Disney. Oh yeah, technically I'm hosting. I'm supposed to I'm supposed to I, I forgot how this works. I'm supposed to roll it over to you, Adam. Yeah, what are we what are we selling? What's 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 going on here? How do you well it's John is the uh, spreadshirt guy, so what do we got over there, John? Well, we have masks available now that have TWTM the logo on it. Of course we have our the rest of our merchandise like your mugs and your cups and your hats and your shirts available as well. That's all at shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM podcast. We are on social media on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. That is also at TWTM Podcast. And we also have a website where you can link to all those things. And you can email us, podcast at travelingwiththemouse.com. And we have a Patreon page if you want to help support the show, patreon.com slash TWTM Podcast. So, for John and Adam, this is Jason... And this has been Traveling with the Mouse, and we hope you'll join us on our next virtual trip. Zoom call trip. Zoom call trip. Virtual background. Yeah, we'll, just, we'll just go to all the parks in one day. <laughs> <laughs>